You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see, but I'm lacking the placement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend is greatness. Welcome to the Dennis Postma Show. I'm your host, Dennis Postma, and today we have a very special treat. We have Jesse Lee here. Jesse, welcome to the welcome to the show. Hey, Dennis. How are you? I'm excited to be here. So thanks yeah. for having me. I'm so excited to interview you and to go over this. So first of all, your coaching program just started in November, right? Let's talk about that and a little bit about that program. Sure. Yeah. So I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 12 years now, and it has been long overdue. I've had people basically beating down the doors to be part of a coaching program with me. And I just, it, it wasn't the right timing or I had to get some kind of you know prioritization of other things in my life. And it just, it was perfect timing. And so November 1st, we launched seven figure launch. It's been amazing. I'm super passionate about it. And basically I just help any entrepreneur scale. There's two levels. So if you're new or if you're plateaued or if you're not even sure where to start in business, the regular accelerator is awesome for you. If you're any kind of leader of any kind of business and you want systems or scaling or structure or culture or core values or any of this stuff, uh, systems especially, the platinum is awesome. And then I also have a mastermind, but uh, it has been awesome. It's fun. I'm passionate about it and I'm excited to create another wave of millionaires. So yeah, that's exciting because I bet there's nobody better than you at doing this because you, your energy is awesome. So uh, I, I can't tell you how excited I am to even talk to you again. And um, so tell me a little bit about how you got started in entrepreneurship and, and the path and the journey and how you got to this point. Yeah. So I started in entrepreneurship in 2011. I was one of those people that at the end of 2010, I was like, new year, new me. Uh, but I really meant it. You know, I'm an executor and I was sick of my life being the way it was. I was currently living in a basement. I was renting a room. So I didn't even have my own bathroom. I had a shared kitchen. It was just like, you know, meager. And I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I just felt like I was struggling and like, there had to be more to life than just showing up to pay bills and then basically die. I just thought this is really the American dream. This is what people do. Uh, nope, not for me. And so I, I said in 2010, no credit card, no, nothing like that. I said, new year, new me. I'm going to find some kind of business. I'm actually going to take my health seriously. I'm going to do a million different things like this. And instead of being somebody that talks about it, I decided to be about it. And so that was the start of my entrepreneurial journey. I Googled at-home businesses that make the most money, joined the very first direct sales company <laughs> that I could find. And so I was doing like the door knocking, doing presentations in people's uh, living rooms for four and a half years. I thought I was crushing it as a 22-year-old kid, you know, making 175 grand a year. I'm like, yeah. Let's go. Didn't uh, and just really committed to learning and knowledge and all of that stuff. I was always buying the books and going to the personal development events and just trying to become a better person. Didn't know how to recruit, didn't know how to do any of this, and stumbled my way into network marketing in 2015. And that turned into being the number one network marketer in the world. I've been crushing it for a long time, but then not just that, but serial entrepreneur, business coach. I own massive investments. I fund, uh, I co GP on a bunch of things, a bunch of things. I'm co GP in some funds as well. And just, you know, the sky is really the limit over here. So I'm just trying to show anybody that anything is possible. You just have to have a really big dream. And you have to actually get over it and execute. I love that. That's, that's it. One of the things that we didn't talk about, how important is learning direct sales and sales salesmanship as far as that goes? How important is that? I mean, learning is everything. I had some, I don't know if it's a mentor, a coach, a speaker, or somebody said years ago, they said like, if you want to earn, you have to learn before you can drop the L. 
I'm like, that is so cheesy. But sometimes those cheesy things stick with you forever because here I am 12 years later telling you. Uh, And I'm just like, really? Like, why can't I just join something and make money fast? Because that's what people think is happening. You know, they they see successful entrepreneurs. Maybe they just stumbled upon them. Maybe you just found me. You're like, who is she? I'm a 34 over 34 year overnight success is what I am. You know, 12 years entrepreneurial overnight success. I never quit. I never slowed down. I was always full throttle. Uh, But you're just now finding me. And so I just committed to the growth, committed to learning and committing to people who actually have what I wanted. And that didn't just have to be monetarily speaking. That could be this person has the lifestyle I want. This person has the family I want. This person kind of family, you know, I don't want their family, uh, the family I want. This person has the the energy that I want. This person has the, the, the speech pattern that I want. This person can command a room the way that I want to. How is this person recruiting so many people? How is this person selling so much? How? And I just started, instead of saying, I'm jealous, I want what they have. She's like, oh, I, I am a little jealous. Well, how do I find out? what they have. Well, then I need to learn from them because they are the ones who have the keys to unlock everything, not anybody else. And so um, I've always had a commitment to growth. I've always had a commitment to learning. I've always been somebody who wants to know more, to expand more, to become more. And I've been willing to spend whatever money is necessary to get in the right rooms, to get around the right people, to get around the right mindsets, to get around the right skills and knowledge to then expand my life into what it is now and will be moving forward. I love that because, you know, I think about like how much I've spent on personal development and it's way more than I spent on my house because it's just like insane amount of libraries. And we talk about the tapes. My first uh, Brian Tracy CD was when I was 20. Which one was it? (laughs) The 21. uh, Oh gosh. What is it? The 21 something in sales. And Mm. uh, that was when I was 20 years old, popped it in. And that's uh, I was out driving, door knocking. Yeah. So uh, I love it. Um, you talk about that. And how how important is mentorship and coaching and and learning from those people, whether it be virtually audio or in person? And, and what what can you share about that? Um, the first thing I want to share is that you actually said something wrong. You said I've spent way more money on, on personal de- development than on my house. And uh, I would disagree because this is everything. Yeah. You know, this is your house. This is your foundation. This is the foundation of your family, the foundation of your future, the foundation of your future businesses. This is your house. I know what you meant. You meant your house, like the physical home you live in. No, you should. You should spend more money on this house. You should spend anything like there should be no limits. And so how important is it? It's everything. Because you're climbing into a time machine. You're climbing into somebody's brain. You're saying, you have the business I want. Teach me. Without even having to be taught by them. You can go to a library. You can go to their event. You can go to the event of the people that they mentor directly. Like, there's so many ways. And when you hear people or see people or admire people, whether it's online or in person or just from a book or something, it's like all those people knew the importance of education. All those people knew the importance of mindset. All those people understood the importance of getting around good people. All those people understood that because it's everything. It's not something, it's everything. It's mm-hmm. everything to personally develop. Why is it, do you think that, like, one thing that always boggles my mind is why is it, do you think that people don't understand that success doesn't even leave just clues? It like smacks you in the face. The opportunity, why do you not just pick somebody who you see where they want to be. And why do you not just go after and learn exactly what they learn? Why do you think that is? Uh, So two things, I think sometimes it's almost like, no, that's too simple. Tell me the truth. What does it really take? Like they want some 
something, you know, they yeah. want the magic key, the magic pill, you know, oh, I want the shortcut. What's the shortcut? You're not telling me the truth. And it is true because success is caught, not taught. A lot of times, you know, I, I can teach and I can teach and I can teach and I can teach and I will teach and teach and teach and teach, but get around me. Yeah. You'll see why I move the way I move. You'll understand the way I talk to people. You'll understand why I take phone calls from certain people. You'll see how it all comes together. But sometimes it seems too simple. But quite frankly, it's the simplicity that makes things easy. It's it's the simplicity, the systems, and the automation. That's what successful people have. It seems simple because it is. It's when you start getting, oh, I got to pay this much money for a fancy camera, and I better pay this much for a COO, and I better have this much money for this. Blah, 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 blah. You're, you're procrastinating. You don't need any of that stuff. You need need to pay attention to the people who have what you want and find out exactly what they did when they were at the stage that you currently are so you can get to the next stage and the next stage and the next stage that's the secret the second thing is people here's a problem okay people are not going to like this but look i'm here to help you okay but this is the truth okay the truth sometimes hurts facts are not attacks people are partially coachable that's the other problem Okay. They know they want what you have. They're not stupid. They see the car. They see the lifestyle. They see the money. They see the relationships. They see the stages. They see all the books. They see the the TV shows. They see it. They're like, dang, Dennis, I want that. And you say, cool. What's going on, Steve? You know, well, okay. So you want this? Would you like me to tell you the blueprint for how it's done? Oh yeah. And I'm going to do everything you tell me to do. I'm going to be the star, you know? Oh, when somebody says that, I'm like, oh hell, should I refund them their money now or later? You know, like, <laughs> I just want the hungry, you know, I like, the, I like the greedy, you know, like I'm doing everything. I'm going to do everything. And then they do everything. And it's like, oh, hallelujah. Uh, but they're partially coachable. Most people are partially coachable. Mm-hmm. So they say they're going to do it, but then as soon as it becomes even a minor inconvenience, they go, maybe I can shortcut that part and then I'll do the rest. And it's like, you're messing up the pumpkin pie. We're in the holidays. I'm thinking about food. Okay. You're messing up the recipe. You know, grandma did not say put a cup of salt in there. She said a cup of sugar. Yeah. Right. She did not say you put sweet potato. She said, put pumpkin right? It's like, we're adding all these little things. We're subtracting little things. We're doing kind of this and kind of that and sort of this and sort of that. And something a lot of people also do is they choose like nine coaches at one time. Like, what are you doing? Pick a coach and implement what that coach is saying to do, because otherwise you're going to be paralysis by analysis. Well, Dennis said to do this and Jesse Lee said, do that. Then it becomes nuts. I'll give you a really good example. Cause I do so much social media, marketing, branding. I coach on this all the time. Like I've had somebody who's like, well, my, my other coach told me to master Instagram before I ever try TikTok. I go, your other coach should be fired. Okay. First of all, because they're wrong. Okay. Talk to me about it. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know your biggest leader ever in the future is living on, is, is living on Instagram? You don't, but you're only talking on Instagram. Why aren't you on Facebook? Why aren't you on YouTube? Why aren't you on TikTok? Why don't you have a podcast? Why don't you try omnipresence? Maybe you end up loving TikTok, which you never know because you're stuck over here on Instagram. What if you end up hating Facebook, but all you're doing is posting on Facebook? What if you end up being the biggest YouTube, you a gift for YouTube and you never find out because your first coach told you to do this one thing. And then your other coach told you to do this instead of doing either one you did nothing that's so true a lot of nothing going on a lot of nothing just take some action and be 100 percent coachable with whoever you pick as your coach and you will go to the moon yeah i i had i'll never forget the john maxwell uh video i was watching when he's like everybody comes up to me after inventor and whatnot and they're like oh i want to be where you are i'm going to be where you are he goes you want to be where i am but are you willing to do what it takes to get to where i where i am 
And yeah. we're, and and so many people in my business, I think of how many times that I've recruited somebody and I've talked to them and they want to get to where I'm at right away. They want like their biggest failure is they want they think there's there's a shortcut and they just want to get there. And every time they, they have so many backpedals because they try to get there before they, they don't want to put in the work to get there. And it's just impossible. It's impossible. And something I like to tell people is I will never take credit for your successes but I also don't want you to credit me for your failures. Yeah. And I say what you also said, which is, okay, I get it. You want my, I don't know, an example. You want my Lamborghini. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to trade my entire childhood with me? Cause I'm going to guess it's a very strong no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you want to trade all of these traumas and all of these triggers and all of the stuff I had to go through all of this to have all of this? No, it, it, it looks really good over here and it is good over here. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But holy smokes, the sacrifices it takes to have success. Are you willing to do that? That's so true. I I just did a talk on that about the sacrifices. There are sacrifices that you have to make. You have to figure out what those are and how much, how far you're willing to go with those sacrifices to get where you want to go. And I love that you said that about procrastination. I was just talking to somebody about their TV show and they're like, oh, you know, when I get the right webcam and this and that, I'm like, I'm like, dude, like if you even knew, like I have, I don't even know when this webcam is from, like. Just get on. It's the content. Nobody yes. cares about your background. Nobody. It's it's the content. Get on there and do your thing. I'll and even do you one better. I think that if you don't have the perfect setup, you become so much more relatable mm-hmm. because who are you actually trying trying to attract? I want you guys to actually think about this for a second if you're listening. Like the people you're trying to attract, are you only trying to attract the top one 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 like point zero 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 one percent who's already made it, who's already filming their stuff on you know DSLR or whatever the hell cameras and already has the perfect microphone and already has whatever? I think part of my charm is uh, I'm I'm really really intelligent and I really really don't care that this Logitech webcam uh, Tim Ferriss told me to buy. By the way, okay, I bought it. It was only one hundred forty nine dollars, and behind it is a DSLR camera. But I lost the camera for it, so I don't know how to plug it in. And I think that makes me more relatable. And I think it makes people go, okay, if she can do it and she can make tens of millions of dollars and she can be somebody who uh, inspires the world, but she can do it with a hundred forty nine dollar camera. Well, maybe I can too. I think that's way more powerful. Way more powerful. That's it. And your authenticity of your content is way more powerful. That is so true. And anybody who's watched you already knows that. So that's, um, <laughs> Thank you. Talk, talk to me a little bit about systems and the importance of systems and how you help people get into in the systems with their business. Yeah. So uh, this is from Atomic Habits by James Clear, but he just says your entire life will rise or fall based off of where your systems are. And so I read that probably 10 years ago or eight years ago, whenever the book first came out. And I thought to myself, now that is a smart man. (laughs) It is true in everything. It's like the systems of, do you lay your shoe? Because see, look, every morning I work out, but every single morning, my shoes are already laid out with flipping socks in them and a workout outfit. Because if I have to go to the closet and fiddle through, what leggings am I wearing today? Okay, I'm, I'm, I will not do it. But you know, you will not go to the gym. Okay, I'm in a habit of it. You aren't. Okay, my whole life is set up and structured like this. And think about it like this, because some of you are like, oh, the gym, bad example. I don't want to work out. Okay, imagine if I came to your kitchen and I went to your house, I'm in your kitchen and I took your entire silverware drawer and I moved it to a different drawer when you weren't home. And you came home and you are looking for a spoon to mix your milk in your coffee. And I moved your silverware drawer and I put your milk in a different area of your refrigerator also. That's all I did. 
you would be you'd be opening and slamming drawers like this you'd be taking an extra like 10 minutes to find the stupid spoon you're gonna be pissed off you're gonna be screaming everything's thrown off you have systems for stuff you don't even realize you have systems for but what if you systematized your business what if you automated parts of your business what if you realized how precious your time is if you can buy back time by having systems for things whether it's automated scripts whether it's you know automated messaging robots whether it's staff members who follow up for you whether it's a virtual assistant system whether it's sops for every single little basic thing in your business, whether it's Loom videos to onboard people. So if somebody has to quit or leave or gets a different job or whatever, you have stuff systematized, your life is a million times easier. I mean, a million times easier. So when I coach, you know, cause I coach everybody, all kinds of different businesses, all kinds of different, you know, it doesn't matter network marketing, real estate, any kind of sales, brick and mortar, whatever. It's all the same. I talk to these business owners. I'm like, where are your systems? You don't even have a system for scaling the culture. You have no system for scaling the business. You have no system for scaling these sales. You have no system set up for how you all talk to people. You, your salespeople all say whatever they want to say. Oh my, oh, oh, you don't have a system and a schedule and a structure for how you post, for how your social media content goes up or how your social media marketing manager, if you have one, has to do stuff. See, this is a problem. You're falling. You're falling and falling and falling because you don't have systems. And if you would take it doesn't even take that much time. A little bit of time because people ask me, how do you do that? I'm not a systems person. Go to the future for a minute. What is the outcome you want? And start reverse engineering and ask yourself, okay, if this is what I want, what do I have to do to get it? And then what else do I have to do? And then what else? And what else? And who else? And start putting it together like that. Next thing you know, boom, you got a system. You can test stuff. You can try stuff. You can pull stuff, pull stuff out, put stuff in. And that's how it's made. That is so awesome. I just had this conversation with one of my staff members this morning. How do you do it in the morning? How do you work out every day? I'm like, it is so simple. I either go to bed with my clothes or on my workout clothes on, or I have them right next to the bed. And I do not play games. I say every time I don't not like, I do not think the minute it's time to get up. I don't negotiate with terrorists because there's one in there telling me it's okay not to work out. And that's what I'd say. I do not negotiate with terrorists because that little devil in my mind, Boom. He's like, well, you know, yeah. and they, they, oh. that, I do not do it. I don't allow it because if I eliminate that, it's never a question. I get out, uh, you know, I have one eye open, whatever. I'm walking out to the gym, whatever, whatever it may be. That's the way it is. So, yeah, I, but I mean, it gets harder if you don't have systems like that. I mean, it, I don't know where you, I don't know where everybody listening to this lives, but I'm in Texas and it's cold today. It's in the high thirties, but maybe it's forties now. It's cold. I First, I had to walk the dogs, too, before I even went to the gym. So I had my whole workout outfit on, but then I put my fuzzy yellow Uggs on because they make me happy. They're yellow. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I put these yellow boots on. I go outside. I walk the dogs. It's half hour personal development. I talk, you know, you know my, my structure, my schedule for that. And then I came in to, to put the dogs back in, fed the dogs, switched shoes, boom, out the door. Before I could even think about it. You know, it's like my dogs have to go to the bathroom and I got to move my body. So non-negotiable, have to get it done. System, system, yeah. system, system, system. I love that because I, I tell everybody, you know, it's working with people who are self-employed anyway. You have to understand you can always find an excuse not to work. You will never have, you, you, you can make up the craziest of craziest of craziest. So if you allow that into your mind, it's just going to happen. It's just, there's always a, there's always a real good reason not to work. Oh, yeah. figure out putting the systems in force. I love that. How do you, how do you do it? How do you stay so happy? How do you, I love your energy. Thank you. How can people get it? How can they, how, how can they mimic Oh, it will cost you $1 million. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things I could say about that. How am I so happy? How am I so energetic? First of all, um, 
I, I haven't said this to you before, but I just don't allow people in my life that don't belong in my life. And a lot of people do that. If you're sucking my joy, you're sucking my energy. You're making me question myself. You're kind of an a-hole. You're just negative, toxic. You talk about people. You don't talk about ideas. You're bringing me down. I just, I just don't, I just don't do it. Um, and that's because I was watching, I, you can actually see it in people's pictures. So like you can tell, cause this is, this is a really easy time of year to do it. Think of your happiest friend, you know, the person that's always happy and bubbly and joyful and whatever. They're in their Instagram stories. They're super happy. They're excited. They're dancing around, bebopping around, whatever, posting great boomerangs, photos, whatever. Because they're about to go to people's homes for Hanukkah or for Christmas. And some of these family members are super toxic. And I want you to think about that person. It's only one person, right? So think of the one person, look at their photos today. And then during Hanukkah or during Christmas, whenever the family's together, I want you to look at their photos. Just in like their story, because that's kind of that live whatever, you know? A lot of our friends are spending time around people that suck their energy, suck their souls, and don't even think to veto it. It's crazy. Yeah. I veto I veto that extreme, like in extreme levels. Um, I'm also just super confident in who I am. So um, I do what I say I'm going to do. I take care of my body, take care of my health. I drink a ton of water. I get the appropriate amount of sleep. I fill my mind with personal development and positive things with positive people. My friend circle elevates me. They don't lower me. Um, I'm constantly moving my body so that I stay in a high state of energy. I'm aware of my surroundings. I'm aware of what I'm putting in my mind. Uh, and life is freaking good. Like I speak so nice to myself. So many of you talk mean to yourself. You have like that little terrorist in your head like you were talking about earlier, but you pacify that terrorist. You let that terrorist live in your head and tell you negative things about yourself. I talk really nice to Jessie Lee. I tell her all about herself and how beautiful she is and smart she is and talented she is and, and consistent she is and how intelligent she is and how crazy she is at business and how she's moving the world forward and how she's a good person. I am so nice to myself. Okay. I like me. I love me. And I remind myself of that, which might sound really strange, but some of you spend all your time talking about, look at my love handles or look at my teeth or look at the way my hair is or I'm losing my hair or like, why is my beard patchy over here? I'm trying to give some men context to here because I know men listen to you too. Uh, you know, and they do all these things. It's just like, stop it. Be nice to you. Uh, but I'm, I'm nice to myself and I do things that make me proud of myself. Uh, I know I'm a good person and I just continue to, to do things that re-energize me too. I spend time in joy. And that really is the definition of success to me is what makes me joyful. And if something's not making me joyful, if it's not making me feel like, wow, that feels so good. I might do it once, but I'm not doing it again. Yeah. How do you, how do you, what's, what's your advice to somebody who needs to learn that and how quickly can they do it? Well, so, well, I think most people need to learn that and it's step-by-step, step. you know, I'm not <laughs> telling you like, you know, like kick, like you're never talking to your brother again, or you're never going to go to another family event or anything like that. It's just an awareness. So like there's old friends, you know, obviously we all have old friends, new friends, whatever. And there's some old friends where God, I love them, but I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so just cause we have nothing in common anymore. I've yeah. grown so much. And I mean, this is like hundreds of people. This is, I'm not thinking of like five people in my head, right? This is just over the years. I continue to grow. People don't, if you don't grow, we will not stay friends. I'm just warning you. Like anyone listening to this that you're like, you're my friend. You better keep growing. Okay. I'm just telling you right now, cause I'm going to grow. Um, I intentionally will show up very late to things and then I will leave early. So I make, I'm like, Hey guys, how are you? Photos. Oh, fam, whatever. And then whoop, I'm out. You know, it's like, I don't, because, and sometimes I just don't show up to be totally honest. I'm yeah. not telling you like kick those people out, um, right. but a place to start and then just do what you say you're going to do, you know, be the person you say you are going back to the fitness thing. Do that. If you say you're going to work out every day, if you say you're going to personally develop every day, do it. You'll feel more confident in yourself, right? If you say you're going to grow every day, well then go do something that makes you grow. 
You know, go challenge yourself, go reach out to somebody that makes you nervous, go get in that circle of friends that you know you want to get around, even if it's just virtually, right? Just spend time around people that make you feel like I better develop more. I better get better at sales, marketing, branding, talking, whatever, anything. I better start to become more knowledgeable about whatever. Something I do, this is like a little tip for people that are like, I just never know what to say to people before I ever go to something. If I know that, you know, you have a hobby of golf and I don't know, I really don't know anything about golf. So this is going to be a really good, bad example. Okay. I know nothing about golf except for that. I'm going to go golfing with Ed Milet on one of the nicest golf courses in the world. And I'm going to drive the golf cart because I don't care um, at all. And I don't know how to swing a golf club and I'll buy a really cute outfit and I'll take a bunch of photos and I'll drive Ed and a bunch of boys around in golf carts. That's my plan for this. Okay. But before I go, I'm telling you right now, it's actually a great example. I will spend 20, 30 minutes on Google and I'm going to find out some information about golf. I'm going to know a couple of words. Like I think the birdie, I think birdie's like two shots or something below or whatever par. Like, I think I know that one. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh God. Uh, I know what hole in one is obviously. I know what par means. And then I need to know some golfers names. I can't just bring up Tiger Woods. You know, I got to know a couple names. I'm going to need to know something relevant. I need to know about how PGA is opening in, uh, in Prosper, Texas. I do know that one. So I can be like, kind of, you know, I'm going to know a little bit of stuff so that when I'm around people that I know are further along than me, they're going to want to let me in the conversation. They're going to be like, Oh, she's not just some girl. She knows about golf. Like, yeah, pass me my nine eye. Iron. I don't even know what I'm saying, you know, like, but I'm going to know I'm going to spend 20, 30 minutes, something relevant. Maybe I'll jump on ESPN really quickly, a couple little articles. So I'm relevant. You know, if I'm going to go to a charity thing, I was at a, a dinner with congressmen a couple, couple weeks ago because all the election stuff and whatever. And I'm like a hoity-toity person in Frisco. Oh my God, I'm not hoity-toity at all. I was like, I think I'm underdressed for this because I don't care. Uh, but I was like, let me like Google what this these congressmen are into. Let me see what, you know, they want to talk about. Let me find out what their policies are. So I'm not just sitting there like the pretty girl who is knows nothing about nothing. And I know a lot about politics anyway, but I didn't know about, you know, too much about these particular congressmen. So make yourself somebody that's worth being around. You know, you'll start to have a different era of confidence about yourself too, because the most successful people I know, it's like a little bonus tip, I guess, they do, they do master something, but the rest of it, they know a lot, excuse me, they know a little about a lot, Yeah, a little about a lot. So they seem like the most fascinating people on planet earth. I'm not going to know the best golf courses in the world. I'm not going to know all the tournaments, but I'm going to look up. I literally almost said something I think is tennis. So I'm not going to say it, Um, you know, (laughs) but I'm going to have a conversation ready to go so that I am in that circle. I love that. And, and I, the the one time I, twice I golf, but I'll tell you, I looked the part, like I had the checkered pants. I had, I looked the part. People had no clue until they saw me swing. So that's, that's a, it's embarrassing, but anyway. I don't even know if I'm going to, I mean, they'll probably try to make me and they'll te- try to teach me, but uh, I'm going to look cute too. I'm sure of it. I'm going to look real cute. I look the part driving the cart. That's for sure. So, <laughs> uh, so how do, how do they get a hold of you? How, how does everybody get a hold of you and how do they find you, Jesse Lee? I love this. This was so fast. I feel like I talked to you forever. Um, so the easiest way to get a hold of me is probably Instagram. So it's just I'm Boss Lee. Uh, it's the same on TikTok, though. I do have a TikTok page, Boss Lee Biz, if you just want business content, which is pretty cool. Facebook's Jesse Lee Ward. If you just Google Jesse Lee Ward, you'll find the YouTube, you'll find the podcast, you'll find all of that stuff. But uh, I'm really easy to get a hold of. So just Jesse Lee Ward. There's only one of me. So Boss Lee is what I go by as well. So if you type in Boss Lee, I'll pop up too. 
and you are a boss, that's for sure. I thank you so much. I can't even begin to express my gratitude for you to be on the show. This is so awesome. I look forward to talking to you more, interviewing you for magazines, whatever it may be. Hey. Thank you so much for your content and sharing with my audience. Thank you. I had a great time and uh, you asked awesome questions. So it was very easy. So appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll see you later. Awesome. Bye-bye. Look, I am just a man on a mission. If I want it, then I get it. I go. And if you're trying to test me a beast, you're going to need Liam Neeson. The chance that you're taking is flagrant. You're testing your luck. If you think you'll make it out, then you're sadly mistaken.